Hey there, welcome to Just Begin, the podcast where we explore what it's like to navigate life as a 20-something. I'm your host, Melly Diaz. On this podcast, we dive deep into a wide range of topics from mental health to hustle culture, relationships to wellness. No topic is off limits, and I'm not afraid to get real and vulnerable. Together, we'll explore what it means to just begin to take that first step even when you don't know where to start. So if you're ready to join me on this journey of self-discovery, then stick around and let's just begin. Hello and welcome back to the Just Begin podcast. It is your host, Melly, and today's episode is really exciting because I have Maite Barrientos on and we're going to be talking about all things wedding planning, the non-traditional and traditional things we're doing, our maybe unpopular opinions when it comes to wedding, and we're going to get into the whole wedding planning process that we're both going through at the moment. As maybe some of you know, I got engaged on Christmas Day in 2022, and she recently got engaged earlier this year in 2023, and we've been online friends, and we've worked together in the past, and we reconnected and wanted to record an episode about all things wedding planning and all that stuff because we both have kind of you know a different take on things and it was really interesting conversation and I had a lot of fun and learned a lot from this and if you are a bride-to-be and you are in your the new stages of planning your wedding. I think this could be really beneficial for you or if you are someone who is going to plan a wedding at some point, I still think you can take away a lot of, you know, important information from this. So without further ado, let's welcome Maite Barrientos, who is a supervising attorney at one of the largest immigration nonprofits in South Florida. You can follow her page, which covers all things from fashion to child advocacy on her Instagram at Maite Barrientos. And let's welcome her to the podcast. Well, thank you for logging on and joining the Just Begin podcast. So happy to have you. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. I feel like we haven't chat in a, a long time. I know. It's, it's going to be so much fun because we have a lot to catch up on. So as you see from the title of this episode, everybody listening, we're going to be talking about our wedding planning process. We both, I guess not recently, you're kind of more recently engaged. I got engaged last year on Christmas Day. So been a while and what day did you get engaged again what is your I got engaged the 31st of may so yeah it's been a couple it's been a, it's been a couple months and so i wanted to get into first like what was your proposal like did you know it was happening i know you've been with your boyfriend for a long time your fiance excuse me for a while yeah we've been together for almost five years um i was really hoping <laughs> it was gonna happen mm-hmm. i thought it was going to happen at the end of last year mm-hmm. and it was really funny because we took a big trip to turkey beginning of this year like um mm-hmm. like around Valentine's. and so i thought it was going to happen there everybody thought it was going to happen just because like it was such a like beautiful place like we were also in paris and mm-hmm. didn't get like it did not happen mm-hmm. at all like that was 
not in his plans at all. And I actually ended up getting super sick. And then I came back super pissed. Yeah. And, and he, um, he actually had the ring for a while and he just like proposed at home, mm-hmm. which I really appreciated because, um, you know, like he just like, we didn't want to make it about like him worrying, you know, about a photographer. Um, like he just didn't want to like be stressed out. Like he wanted to do it in like a very, you know, He's and if anybody like, knows. Intimate. Yeah. 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 And it was very him. So if anybody knows Kevin, they'd be like, oh, that's exactly what I would envision. <laughs> no, but it was, it was here at home. And then we, um, it was actually, actually right before a flight to New York. Mm-hmm. So it was nice because it was kind of like, it, the moment happened and then like the adrenaline just kept going the rest of the trip and we I had some friends was- i thought it was in new york because i saw your photo so now i know that now it actually wasn't in new york it was at home yeah. which i think is so sweet i love that i like that like it was it was i was at the airport so like i had called my family and like had messaged them like we have a big family whatsapp and i like took the moment in and then i kind of told them when i was like already at the lounge and I was just like crying at the airport and like I would, people probably thought something was like wrong with us, but no, it was nice. It was nice. No, I love that. Yeah. For me, I, I didn't realize how much I, when I thought about the proposal, I've, I've also been with Jordan for five years. So it's kind of the same amount of time. Yeah. So it, was, it was coming up. It was like, well, it's going to happen now, I think. And, but he really caught me by surprise because I had no idea that it was going to be that day, like Christmas day. And Dorian is kind of like very spur of the moment and he just kind of does things on his own timeline and he does whatever he wants in that way and he said too like he wasn't even sure if he was going to do it that day either he had the ring for a while and he Mm -hmm. was like if that day we were in Michigan and it was a, a blizzard came by so it was like gorgeous outside it looked like a snow globe so he was just like thank you and he was just like it just it worked out that way and he was like let's just he just did it that way and I was so shocked I was genuinely surprised and that was what he would t- told me whenever we would talk about it he was like you know that whenever I propose to you you're never gonna know when it's gonna happen and I was like no I'm gonna know <laughs> and then he's like no you're never gonna he really was like yeah I had no idea I was not expecting it that way <laughs> Aww, that's awesome that's awesome I'm so happy for you guys Thank you. I'm not, and congratulations to you too. I'm, I'm so excited. However, the wedding process, the wedding planning is what I wanted to get into with you. Do you guys, do you, how, when you got engaged, did you already go right into wedding planning or did you take a moment? <laughs> yeah. So I am a psychopath <laughs> and um, I mean, so to give you like a little bit of a back like background like Kevin and I never planned on having a big wedding it just wasn't something that we thought we wanted um I'm like kind of like an introverted extrovert like I love being social but I have like very easy social anxiety and like panic and for a long time like the idea of me like having a day where I was a center of attention was a really big turn off mm-hmm. um and I also like I think the wedding industry and like the age of Instagram, a lot of it can be really cliche and really corny, you know? Mm -hmm. And if that's your thing, that's great. Like the day is supposed to be about like whatever makes you and your partner happy. But for a long time, I really felt like, like none of this is for me, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, 
so when we got engaged, like I, uh, like it was only until recently that I was like, oh, I kind of know what I would and would not want to do if I had a wedding. Mm-hmm. And it really turned on like, I just want a day where I celebrate with like all my friends and family, which I know I'm never going to get again and like has never happened to this day. And like, I'm probably never going to have again. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we got engaged, like I definitely knew what I wanted. Um, and I don't think Kevin like really has like a preference. I think he is like a very, um, he's like very close now with his family. Like he keep, he likes to keep everything intimate and stuff. So he didn't really have a preference, but you know, like we had an idea of like what we were going to budget kind of. And like, we had a very strict budget because we are also like about to close on a home. So this has been like a very financially like stressful year yeah. for us here. Mm-hmm. Like Kevin's business is taking off. I work at a nonprofit. So like my salary doesn't keep up with like, what's going on in terms of the housing market in Miami at all. So, um, yeah, like I think towards like the end of last year, like when I really started thinking about like getting married and like I knew things were more concretely going to happen in the near future. Um, I just kind of like knew what I wanted and like what I didn't want. And Kevin and I came up with like a very specific figure. And when we started to like, even entertain the idea of having this like can we have it here um you know like are we gonna have it somewhere else like we were very much like are we gonna have something of quality with this number and if not we're not gonna do it and luckily like we did find a wedding planner in Bogota that we were able to be like very specific and had like a very transparent breakdown of things um so that took a lot of the stress off but I think yeah, like having a budget and like having like a very specific vision, like a realistic vision of like what you and your partner can reach, I think was like just from the get-go, something like a non-negotiable, you know? Which I think is very responsible way to go about it because I have a kind of a similar thing as well. We were like, okay, I, people would think that I've like had a whole wedding plan and like all this stuff. I really didn't. Like I knew it was coming, but I, I'm very much more like, I don't want to do anything too outrageous. I think it's insane to spend a crazy amount of money for a wedding because you're just kind of doing it for other people more than yourself. Whereas me and Dorian have been together five years, similar to you, where it's like we, and we live together. So it's like, I don't need this crazy event. I want to celebrate with my friends, my family. And like you said, like, it's an opportunity that you don't get often to have everybody from both sides of the family together. And I wanted to do something intimate and not have this, like, outrageous thing. Because, like, we're, we both live in Miami. We've seen the weddings in Miami. It's insane. People spend yeah. like, six figures on a wedding, which is, I just don't understand. But if you have the means, I guess, whatever. But if you know yeah. like the beginning phase of life like us we're starting buying homes or getting ready to like get to the next phase and it's like silly to me to spend that much so I what I originally thought it was first was I was looking into venues in Miami and interesting to say that you got a wedding planner I was gonna get one but I plan events like in work so I was like I can do this I got it now I really wish I had a wedding planner because I'm telling you it is so much and I'm like, 
literally my wedding planner and I've seen other videos of different brides of like don't do that and I'm already like so deep in it of planning that it's like whatever it's me I have luckily like my sister my mom one of my really good friends is an event planner too so she's been helping me but it's not her number one thing to worry about so yeah. it's definitely a lot that is yeah that's a huge undertaking and like mega respect for you I have a very close friend that she got married like a couple years back mm -hmm. um I think we were still in law school and she planned and coordinated like literally herself and her husband and their you know like close friends and family planned every single thing and she said it was like the most chaotic day and later on like their I mean like their photos and like wedding videos everything looks so beautiful um but I knew for sure like any sort of like coordination by me was like out of the question it was like if I like I cannot <laughs> I mean it's so many details and I'm such a neurotic person that like I literally have to know like how the envelopes are being sealed you know like it like how is the wax going on like up to like those minor details you know like I and I just knew it was going to make the process like kind of not I would I don't want to say miserable it's just I really wanted to enjoy it you know and I wanted Kevin to enjoy it and like I'm another thing is like I'm not a crafty person I'm a very organized person but I'm not like I don't think I can pull off a lot of the DIYs maybe if I did my perspective on it would be different yeah. but it's like so out of reach that I like for example like here the most that I've done is like my own um like invites for the bridal shower and stuff like that but yes I saw that I, yeah like just like little things but I can't imagine you know like I that's like a huge undertaking yeah so I guess my question for you is too as well what are some like non-traditional things that you're doing that you're like implementing into your wedding um non-traditional so well Kevin and I are I mean like I'm Christian he's Catholic but we're not very religious people so like I'm not having like a religious ceremony mm -hmm. um it just didn't really feel like us um you know so that's like kind of like we're not getting married at a church like we're getting married at um like a, this really beautiful location that has like this beautiful chapel mm -hmm. um but we're like it's not going to be anything religious um I don't know if this counts as traditional or not but I've always wanted I don't know if I've talked to you about this in the past but I've always wanted to get married at the civil courthouse in Miami like I wanted like a little mm -hmm wedding I don't know because I work in front of that courthouse all the time yeah. so like I wanted to get married by um like the judge judges that I always go before um so we're technically having two ceremonies um one which is literally like just family at the courthouse like 30 minutes um and then like the symbolic wedding mm -hmm. um and oh I'm not having I'm not very big into uh like bridal parties yeah I think that it it's a little bit of unnecessary work and stress on like your friends that are like already going to like a destination for us like a destination wedding and um like we really wanted to keep everything like very um guest centered you know like I wanted this to be like an experience for everybody mm -hmm. instead of you know, like my friends coming and like having to spend money not only on travel, but like on getting their hair done in a specific way, a specific dress. Like, 
I just, I wanted them to enjoy it and for it to be more of like a moment for us to share instead of like more work. And then, like, I have, like, a very solid group of friends that I would, like, I just feel like I couldn't say no to anybody. Like, my bridal party, if I had to have one, would literally have, like, 20 people in it. Like, I just can't ever leave anybody out, you know? Yeah, it um, relieves the pressure of, like, picking a certain amount of people. Yeah. Like, for me, it was easy because I really don't have, like, that many friends. <laughs> it just sounds like that's all. But I don't have, like, a big group. Whereas I had, like, yeah. my five people that I was, like, are you guys cool with this? Like, I was very transparent of, like, yeah. this is, I don't want you guys spending a lot. I don't want this to become, like, a burden on you guys, but do you want this? And they all want to be a part of it. So I was like, okay, as long yeah. as we're all clear and, like, you're all happy, I don't want to be, like, a bridezill, like, forcing them to, like, you have to do this, you have to wear that. I'm actually having them wear, like, mixed match dresses, just, like, in the same tones. Of, like, pick what you want. Like, that. yeah, like, wear, like, I just feel like there's styles that look better in one body type or the other. And, like, I want them all to feel, like, really beautiful. Wear a dress that I want them to purchase a dress that they'd wear again. Like, not for one day. Yeah. Where it's, like, get a dress that you like. Just send me to me so I can, like, create. Does it all look good together? And so I've gotten a lot of tips actually online, like on TikTok and stuff about a lot of non-traditional things that people are doing. And so, uh -huh. and for me too, we're not very religious. We're not going to have a church ceremony where it's more of like, so ours is going to be in Michigan already. And it's going to be like, oh, on a, so on this, beautiful. Like, yeah, right on the lake on this like big sand dune with like we rented, it was, it's technically an Airbnb. So that was kind of my, when I first thought about planning a wedding, I was like, I want to rent an Airbnb, like a huge one. Everybody stay together. Then we have like all the space in the nature to do whatever we want. And so I found this really cool place in Michigan that has like three huge cabins. And, and obviously anything out of Miami or Florida is way more cost friendly. Yeah. <laughs> so I got, yeah, I got a really good deal. And we're so happy because everybody gets to stay on site. And we all get to be together. It's going to be like kind of like camp almost. So that's what I'm really excited about. But uh, did you say yours is a destination wedding as well? Yeah, mine is going to be, ours is going to be in Bogota in Florida because I couldn't afford anything here. Yeah. Like Same I kid you not. In Bogota? Bogota in Colombia. Oh, okay. Sorry. I couldn't hear what you said. Oh, I like, love that. It's going to be so much. Yeah, I mean, so I, don't, I don't know if you, like, did you get quotes from wedding planners here in Miami? Because oh, yeah. I did, yes. and I was like, immediately, no. Like, I immediately, I, I kid you not, I got a quote for a wedding for 80 people, um, at least $50,000. Yeah. Even if I provided the venue. Because, like, my dad had, like, where I'm doing my bridal shower is going to be in my dad's, like, hacienda. Mm -hmm. And um, he a lot of like green open space so I was like, okay well maybe if I could get like a huge tent and stuff like that mm -hmm. um you know like and like not spending money on just booking a venue mm -hmm. and um, they gave me like a very realistic figure and I also couldn't find a wedding planner here for under eight thousand dollars and that was like pretty much a big chunk of like what our you know current yeah. wedding budget is so I was, I don't know about you, I was kind of like, I knew Miami was going to be expensive. I just didn't know that to have a, a nice, you know, like decent wedding, like it was like close to a hundred grand and I'm like 80 people, like 80 people is like my family alone. Like that's, 
That's crazy. I know, it's insane. And I I was very like naive in the beginning of about the prices in Miami because I was like, okay, there I'm sure there's venues here that are like very cost friendly, like maybe like in the homestead area, because I really wanted like a outdoorsy feel. And mm-hmm. that's what I like. And that's what Dorian likes. We're like, okay, maybe like a farm that we could rent and like have the yeah. huge amount of space, get a tent, like you said. And everything was like so overpriced and insane that I was like, we can't have a wedding in Miami. There's just no way. We're just not doing it here. Yeah. And then Dorian is from Michigan and I we were there. So I was like, you know, I'm sure there's some gorgeous, you know, venues there or an Airbnb, whatever it is. And crazy enough, like the first place we found that we really like is the place that we're doing it. So it worked out in like great because the day it was actually the day that he proposed to me, he was already looking up places because he wanted it to be in Michigan. And I was like, no, like they should be in Miami. It could be fun for your family to like come down to Florida. It could be like a vacation for them. And I'm Cuban. I have a humongous family. So my family is like the majority. So I was like, it's going to be easier to have it here. And so um, he found this place, it was a, literally that night he found it and he was like, isn't this place so cool? And I was like, keep it for future. We'll never know. So and now it's there. So <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> That's so exciting. That is so exciting. Yeah. So Kevin is Colombian. Um, so we were between, uh, we were between like a couple of different cities in Colombia. Mm-hmm. And um, we also wanted to do something like outside of like a very touristy very common like wedding churning place mm-hmm. um and we've gone to beautiful weddings in other places of Colombia, but they they're all super common you know like they're just like you know that yeah, people like, go I there for got, got the henna. a lot of people get married there right yeah. the and there's no i will say there's no ugly wedding in cartagena cartagena was definitely like one of the places we considered because it's so beautiful like it's very colonial the weather is amazing like your guests are for, like everybody's gonna have a good time everything is gonna be nice like there's no ugly weddings there you know what i mean yeah. um but I, like, this is like also another thing that now that it bothers me i just i think it's just the age that we live in in social media that i don't know if it's like the way the algorithm works and like mm-hmm. impacts the way that we perceive weddings and like other things but everything is just like done and done and done again and it's very hard to find something or a team that feels very unique mm-hmm. you know and I think that's hard and I think to get that you have to like either plan every single thing in detail yourself mm-hmm. or really like find a wedding planner that you know can like really help you and like take the time Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is like a helpful tip to anybody out there, but I got really lucky because the wedding planner that we found, and we did interview a couple ones, like she wasn't like the first and only one. Mm-hmm. Um, our wedding planner is also the design, like the design studio. Oh. Um, so I didn't know this before, but I assumed that your wedding planner like did all of the design and stuff and, you know, except like that she would execute it mm-hmm. with a and it's not always done that way. Like usually you have a wedding planner and then for any creative, like the branding of your wedding, um, the vision that you have, having it come to life, like that kind of brainstorming is usually done by a third party that you also have to separately pay. So mm-hmm. when you go in, you're like, well, I'm going to spend X amount of money on my wedding planner. This is so great. But that doesn't include 
the design process of it. Um, so if anybody out there is looking for a destination wedding planner who also has her own design studio, I got very lucky and I'm happy to share that information because they're great and they've been doing it for like, a, you know, for a while, like they, they're really well established. And that also really helped um, with like our expectations and like budget wise for the wedding because there was no kind of like hidden costs. Mm-hmm. which I have now come to realize like from other people's experience that there are a lot of hidden costs that you yeah. don't budget for initially, especially I will say it's happened more common with my friends that do like all inclusive venues. Mm. And, you know, usually like they're like, Oh great. Like this is, you know, a budget for a wedding of a hundred people, let's say, but then anything else that you like that's outside of like their standard, like white and black design is all upcharged. So you end up like, you know, after you've already given a deposit and like have started working and like have, you know, like probably sent out like save the dates and stuff. Mm-hmm. When you come, when it comes down to picking those little details, you're kind of like, wait a second, like, what do you mean none of this is included? Yeah. And yeah, just, I was also like very naive. Like I had helped friends of mine like in weddings before, but I wasn't there of course in like their contracts and stuff with their vendors. Um, but yeah, it's like way more common than I thought, which really sucks because yeah. I feel like, you know, commit to something if they're not transparent with the pricing. And then at the end of the day, like, what are you going to do? Like you either back out and like lose your plans and like some of the money you've spent or have to like figure out how to churn out like 10, 15 K more, you know, when you weren't planning to do that. So I think like- that's a, a really good tip because that is true. There are a lot of venues that hide things at the end of it. And whereas for me, I was struggling with was I um, didn't like that the venues that I found locally here in Miami were very strict with their like their vendors that they allowed. And all those vendors, like they all upcharge each other because the venue has to get, you know, a sale from that a commission or whatever. So it's all these upcharging stuff that you think you're getting this like one price, but then you think of all the other vendors that you're only you're strict and they're only let you use those where you're like, I don't even want that type of food though, or I don't want that thing where it's like, oh, well, we only let you use these vendors, which I hate, yeah. that. which I really wanted the liberty to do whatever I wanted without anybody telling me what to do. So what was really cool about the place that I found, like I shared before, it's an Airbnb, but the owner was telling me like, yeah, a lot of brides have like, it's becoming sort of a wedding venue, but it's not your traditional wedding venue. They literally tell you that you could do whatever you want. Obviously respect the place, but you can do whatever you want. They have- Like you can do everything from scratch and like turn it into whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. I I do agree with you. I think that is so frustrating. And I've had friends in that situation before. like I remember one friend, um, their venue was so strict that they were like, she was getting married under an arc. Like there was an mm-hmm. arc, like um, it was like a wooden arc, and yeah. they're like, you cannot bring outside flowers unless it's from one of our vendors to put on there, um, because the f- the flower quotes that she had gotten for the arc were just extremely high. And she's like, well, I have somebody that's gonna bring the flower. They were like, if you want your own flower arc, you need to bring your arc, put it in front of this arc, and then put the flowers on that. Like you cannot hang outside flowers on the, and she was like, I mean, you know, to each their own. It's just like, 
I feel like you're already spending so much money. Like, why not give this bride and groom, you know, who are like trying to mm-hmm. figure out this thing, like some flexibility to just make this process like easier, more, you know, the, I, it's just it's everything. Very petty. Like very petty, yeah. small little things, which is very annoying and which I'm so happy that I didn't lock in with any venue here. Cause there was one here in Miami that I really, really liked. And I was like, and it seemed like almost too good to be true. They're like, it was within reason, the budget, and that included so many things. But like you shared earlier, I'm sure that everything I say they included, if I wanted like the highest end of that thing, I'd be like, okay, so there's an additional charge per person if you want that. So I, I'm glad I didn't go down that route of like a venue that like made me use all their stuff. Obviously, it's a big and then the downside of that, though, is I have to plan a lot of things for my venue that doesn't have everything. <laughs> the only thing they got yeah. on site is the rooms. They have, like, the na- like the nature there is done very well. Like, it's kept up. And then they have almost like a, what's it, like a plat, like a big stage platform area with a huge tent that's white. That's really nice that I have that can do, like, reception there. But everything else is, like, bare bones. I have to bring everything. So let me ask because actually Airbnb weddings or like using Airbnb for wedding venues is something that's like turning more popular now. Mm-hmm. And I almost started to like go down that route and look into it because, you know, like the prices are obviously, you know, they make more, they're like more in, within the budget that I had. Mm-hmm. But um, how are you dealing with like insurance and liability when you, do it through it like somebody's airbnb like does the owner require you to show like liability insurance and stuff before is it like through the venues vendors specifically that require like how are you doing so what i did so they had within the so i didn't book it through airbnb i booked it directly through them and i paid for that insurance and all that within the price so that we weren't liable through the owner. And yeah, through the owner specifically of the house. Cause they, so what it was, it's on, you know, some Airbnbs have like a website where you could just book directly rather than through the Airbnb platform. They were kind right. of like that. So within the contract, I was able to have that. And then like, what we're doing is we were going to have food trucks at ours. So they have their own like insurance thing that we pay with, within them. Which is so yeah, it's gonna be really fun. It's not like I, I'm kind of surprising myself because I used to really think that I wanted like a really like what's the right word like more not so like earthy and outdoorsy and like food truck like a plated situation Something more formal yeah more formal that's the right word whereas this it's becoming now much more like an experience and it's gonna be really fun for yeah. everyone and we have one hundred cool is that we have the venue for like a full like four days so everybody we're gonna have like days of like we're gonna go on the lake we're gonna do like a camp day like it's gonna be like an experience almost like a retreat almost <laughs> so it's gonna be yeah really that's amazing <laughs> that sounds fun as I think it should be I think it should be very unique to the couple and an experience to your guests like people I mean, I've gone to some really beautiful weddings, but I always feel like when I look back on things, I never really look back and I'm like, wow, that they had like the most extravagant flower decor. I'm always like, man, that was a really good, like fun time. You know what I mean? Like I usually think of like the food or like the dancing. Like, I don't really feel like people put thought into those minor details as much as you do. 
you know what yeah, I mean? Like I want them to have so much fun. Like you said, like have a really good time. I want everyone to have like experience, like my family that's coming from Miami, who's never been up there. They don't yeah. know Michigan. They don't know that like, it's actually very beautiful that you can swim, you can bow, you can do all these nature things that it's outside of a lot of their comfort zone, which is going to be funny. It's like Cubans going to like a whole different place. So it's going to be really funny and it's going to be a lot of fun though, because it's like, it's a destination wedding, but it's not because we're not outside of the country, but it is from like my group. It's a destination because they've never- Well, I feel like it's still as a destination yeah. wedding if it's not like in your town, right? I think so. I think, I think so. so. People are calling it that like everyone- that is going has been calling it a destination. I'm like, you know, it is. It technically is. So, um, yeah. But I guess my my next question now, like that, I kind of want to get into is for your um color palettes, your design. Is your wedding planner kind of mainly doing that for you, or how did you go about like deciding your aesthetic for your wedding? No. Uh, so everything I will say, like, is I really wanted it to be chosen by Kevin and I. Mm -hmm. um like I wanted us to be very involved in the process and do something that was very us like I didn't want to like plan this whole thing and then you know like show up and have it be something like you know um like I said like just very cliche or like something that yes like you would expect like something say I don't know how to describe it like I wanted everything to be very representative of Kevin and I and I wanted everything to be very um Latin you know like we're both obviously like we're both Latin mm -hmm. um so we like in a way wanted to pay like homage to our culture but also um like I, I think for both of us like maybe I like put more thought into this than Kevin but I really feel like our wedding or like that big ceremony moment like that day is like not just for us but like my parents never got a wedding you know, like my parents got married in Cuba in the 90s, you know, like through like a really tough time. Um, Kevin's parents also never had like a big wedding. They had like something at home. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, um, like my mom and Kevin's mom, who I'm very close to, like we're pretty much like deciding everything together and Kevin. Um, and we wanted everything to feel very much like us. And it was kind of like, I love having them involved because like they never got to plan one. So I almost feel like they're like double excited, like going through this process and stuff. Um, but for those minor details, like details on the invitations, the color, like what we want that day, it's all been, it's all been Kevin and I. Mm -hmm. all been. And then like, I think she just, um, I really feel like her job is to understand us as a couple, like what we want, like the story that we want to share. And then, you know, like find a realistic way to make that happen within our budget, you know, but no, like I've been, like we've been really involved and even Kevin, um, like I'm, I'm not sure how involved your fiance is, but like Kevin is not like a typical guy that he's like, no, like you deal with this. Like he, he you know, he's, he's like, if we're paying for this, like I want to know everything that's happening. <laughs> So, which I really appreciate. Like, he's been so helpful because, um, you know, like we have very similar tastes too. So it makes it easy. Like we don't have like super different tastes. So normally if he's like, oh yeah, I like that idea. Then I, it's kind of like an affirmative, like, mm -hmm. you know, like I was on the right path. Yeah. No, for sure. I love that. And yeah, I, I kind of have a similar situation too, where he's like 
involved and he's excited and he has like his idea and we have similar tastes as well so it helps of like we know like what I think the way we're going about it is like we know what we want people to feel when they're there and like I want it to feel very like happy light we're outside it's gonna be like tones of blues beige like earthy tones where it's like happy and everyone's having like a really good time so that's kind of like how how I'm going about it rather than like it has to be this color scheme this thing like super specific um I like that how you're saying like you're paying homage like your cultures and you're having your family involved and yeah my family's super excited my parents they're married but they they had like a courthouse wedding never had an actual wedding because they didn't have they couldn't afford that back then and I'm the first like of all my siblings the first one to have a wedding and get married so everyone's like extra pressure everyone's so excited and like everyone's involved and um and so it's been like it's exciting like seeing everyone else be excited <laughs> but it's not just like on me and where you see like online some people are like and they're planning their weddings like their fiance doesn't care or nobody cares and it's like all on them and then I'm glad that you have a support system too and like I I have one as well it's it's a good process it's happy <laughs> how does he feel about all like the I mean I'm I don't know I'm, I'm assuming you guys are doing a lot of DIY stuff yes so it how does he feel? is he like overwhelmed with like the crafts part of it or so I wouldn't say we're doing many like craft things it's more so like it's so like we have to make sure we have all the tables and one like wood like farm tables wood mm -hmm. elements and like have um almost like you know like bud vases so a lot of mm -hmm. those, like, those little vases I want like tons of them on the table like little flowers yeah. almost like oh, you're yeah. cutting flowers yeah like you kind of are like cutting flowers where it's like propagating style like I want it to look almost like gardeny like almost like I want it to be not so done where it looks like very effortless and that it was like yes exactly effort. exactly mm -hmm. so that's how are you keeping your inspo like are you like a I know that you're definitely like a Pinterest mood board girly but how are you keeping track of all the I mean like what you're doing is like you're literally coordinating a huge event so yeah. like how are you keeping track of it? so I luckily I, I am I'm very organized too so I have like a google sheet of like costs and then I also have um just a google doc of like different things that like almost a to-do list and my mom, funny enough, I don't use this that much, but she bought me this like wedding planner thing. And the thing is that I don't like about this is that it's like the templates are very for very traditional weddings, whereas mm -hmm. ours is not. So it does not everything applies to me. So I've I've been just keeping track of everything on my own and like like as if I was planning an event for work. Truly, like I have an Asana project for it and <laughs> like I'm doing everything on my like task managers and all that stuff and um yeah it's just kind of been like literally all me of like the little minute things but he's helping in the other sense of like help me find a good food truck like look it up figure it out yeah and so or find this and find that and so we've been kind of back and forth with it and luckily like I said like my family super excited about it too and I'm really close to his mom and 
she loves to like drift an antique shop so we're planning to do uh like a drift day next time I'm in Michigan to get like antique vases antique plates like I want it to be very not mixed match but I don't want everything to match I just don't like yeah like kind of a collection yeah like very I, I I guess the word is like just um just not overdone I just want it to look very natural very fun and almost like anthropology <laughs> so I'm like what's the store that I could think of like I feel like to give everybody like a reference of like just kind of like yeah. that feel. <laughs> it's so funny that you mentioned the google spreadsheet for your budget um how crazy is it to look at that sheet because I feel like I mean like Kevin is like really good about his finances and I'm like okay like I wouldn't say I'm I'm bad at it but I'm not like you know yeah but man it's those numbers are crazy. So like I've been keeping separate ones for um, like payments we've made to vendors. And then I'm keeping a separate one, like just for my bridal shower, which by the way, I want to ask about yours, but like that number got high so fast. And I'm like, I can't even like, I feel like I'm living in like a delusional world where I'm like, wait a second. Like I can't even believe that like I even had that money to yeah. put towards it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what have I been doing with my money before? And like, how am I still okay? <laughs> no, I <I'm laughs> the first time that I, I go into details about you know like tracking things, but um, you know, to like that extent where I'm like literally keeping track of every penny because I want to know all this. Like, if somebody were to ask me, like, hey, overall, like, how much did you spend? Like, I would, I want to know from like beginning to end. Yeah, and it's just wild. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's it's no. wild. I totally agree with you I'm like on that same boat where I'm just like okay but it, it helps me like stay um like you stay in reality here of like okay this is what we spend like this is how much we've already put into it we cannot go insane and like do more and like I keep adding on more things like if you know, our, both of our businesses are doing well. If, you know, if we can afford to do more things and be closer to the day, then absolutely. But yeah. it's like, I really, again, like we shared in the beginning, we don't want to put a crazy amount of money into this because we're like, we have a life. We're going to have a life after this. So it's not the only thing to plan for. Yeah. So exactly. it's not the main thing to like, that's where I've been. Like a lot of people have like been asking me like, oh, how's the wedding plan going? And like, I've kind of surprised myself too of like how I'm not super obsessed <laughs> with it all. Like people are like would imagine me to be very um not that not I'm not that I'm not excited. I'm just not obsessed. <laughs> I'm just more like I want this to go like very well and I'm not thinking about it 24-7 where it's like it's all I have to worry about. I have so much like things other in my life that are happening. So but I'm eight months away now. So I'm eight months away now and I'm like, I got a lot to do. So that's why when I had when we scheduled this, I was like kind of looking at my timeline and I was like, you know, I have a lot to do. I don't have a dress yet. Have you? And like you were gonna ask me about bridal shower. So I have not planned a bridal shower. I passed that baton to my mom and my girls mm -hmm. were like, please plan it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't know. And like, yeah. we I, I'm like, I'm planning the wedding, just like yeah. everybody else planned the little events. 
And whereas for me, I'm, I'm kind of torn between the bridal shower. So I'd love to hear your opinion on it. I don't, it's like hard for me to expect people to buy gifts for that. If I'm going to do like the wedding and then a bachelorette party, like I just, I don't know how I feel about it. And my mom's like, you have to do it. And I'm like, I just don't get why. So what's your opinion? Like you're going to buy I'm so happy that you said that because I am not a huge fan. I will say like, I think you're managing your stress very well. And I want to like preface everything but that I'm saying with like, weddings are a luxury. You know, like getting married is something separate, but weddings are a luxury. Like if you can afford them or like if you can even do something small, like in my opinion, like I'm going about this with like a very grateful attitude because number one, like the fact that like Kevin and I are even in a spot to be able to do any of this is just like, not everybody gets to have that, you know, especially considering all the other things that we have going on and like the onset of Kevin's business. Like I don't work, like I'm an attorney, but I don't have like an attorney salary. You know what I mean? Like I make a very nonprofit salary. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have like a lot of unpopular opinion on things like bachelorette trips or like, you know, just like the concept that we have on them. Thanks to the age of social media yeah. and you know, to each their own. Of course, like everybody has different takes and like this is just like my opinion. So it's like not even helpful, but you know what I mean? Like, but I try to really stay away from things that I think are wasteful and things that are going to put financial stress on the people that I love. Mm -hmm. Coming from somebody that has gone to like various events of these that I personally feel are incredibly wasteful. You know, like not every single one of them. I do think some of the people like whose uh, weddings I've gone to have made it very themselves. And like, it wasn't about taking a bunch of pictures, which a bunch of crap yeah. and like making it cliche or like, you know, to each their own. So like, if that makes you happy, okay, then that, you know, what are you going to do? Like, that's what you like. That's what you should do, you know? But um, yes, like, so for my bridal shower, I was very, very conscious that I think it's unfair to have a vision in mind and then expect other people to execute it for you. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I told all my friends, like, you guys are coming to my thing. Like, nobody is paying for anything. Like, I am paying for this, like, by myself. But what I did is that, like, I came up with, like, a, a number. And what can I do with that number? Mm -hmm. And then like, I'm having one that I think is like kind of on the smaller end. It's like maximum 30 people. Yeah. And I'm hoping some people like don't RSVP to be <laughs> honest, like, because, you know, so I don't like, I didn't know this before, but how it works with rental companies is like, if you're like, okay, I have 20 people coming. They're like, okay, well, um, our sets are like between 15, you know, like, you have to buy like two sets of 15, for example, like I can't just buy one um, or like buy one set. And you know what I mean? Like you're not paying individually. Sometimes like you're paying for a chunk of things, um, just like a tip for anybody out there. Um, so my bridal shower, like um, I'm also making it very like guest orient oriented. Um, I mean, I have like some games that I had to design myself because it's going to be primarily in Spanish because all of my aunts and, you know, my, their first language is Spanish. Um, and then I also had to do the games in English. And I kid you not, 
I could not find any bridal shower games in Spanish that were not taco themed or like, like pretty much. Like I'm not even gonna like get into detail because like it's not about like whether it's like Cuban culture or not. It's just like so corny and so ugly. Like there was nothing nice about them um, that was like on theme. So mine is Spaniard theme. Okay. And the colors are actually like, like blue Bridgerton. Um, so I kind of like understand like your idea of like your eclectic like garden yes. party because mine is pretty much on theme with that. Um, and there was nothing like there was nothing out there in the, the Spanish. Like I pretty much had to design them and make them from scratch. Yeah. Um, and then I also fully agree with you. And I've had this conversation with other friends of mine um, that, you know, that I was kind of like not complaining to, but I was like, hey, like I don't know if this is normal, but I feel like I'm spending so much on this person's events leading up to their wedding. And like, I, I don't really know what to do. Like, they're not giving me a budget. They're not. And I think if you do it from a standpoint where you like, you go to your friends and you're like, hey, I want to do this. Like, is this realistic for you guys to do? Because I know you guys have stuff going on and it's going to cost you guys about X amount and then stick to that then I think that's fine. Then like, if your friends can make it, they can make it. And if not, then that's fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't really hold that against somebody. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also not having a registry just because I didn't find the need to like, um, Kevin also didn't want to register. Like our families are just like not in that spot where they can afford, you know, to like buy outfits for a wedding tickets to a destination wedding, um, you know, stay for a destination wedding. So we, I just didn't think it was right. Yeah. But that is just like my family and like, you know, like where we're at. I feel like if I did come from a different family, like a Kardashian family, then like maybe I would have something more extravagant and everything I would be registered at CB2 because like, you know, like who doesn't want those things? Yeah. I just think it's hot, like about having like a very realistic, um, you know, and that's just like my one overall pretty like, big critique of everything in the wedding industry like I feel like we're so oversaturated by photos yeah. whenever you like just or even google like any wedding thing they all tend to look the same people tend to have like the same kind of take on it and just because something is normally done that way doesn't mean that you're entitled to it mm -hmm. you know what I mean like just because like you see online people having this like lush bachelorette trip you know it doesn't mean that like your friends you know that like yours has to be like that or that like people have to do this for you yeah so my take on the events for me were like you know i'm gonna cover everything and i'm gonna do something that fits the size of my budget without asking friends and family to contribute to something that is unnecessary you know what i mean like it's just i don't expect anybody to have to out of pocket to put together an event for me you know, I mean, if my family could do it, they would offer, but I think it's way more beautiful and like way more surprising and touching. Like I haven't asked my friends for anything and that's given them an opportunity to come to me, you know, with their ideas and like their own things and like their own gestures, you know, and like that to me was way more meaningful than setting them up and being like, this is a list of activities that I would like to do. Can you find, you know what I mean? Like, no like like that's crazy I'm just so because like another we're on the same page with this <laughs> yeah like another thing too is like i don't like i just don't understand some people like i don't live in your head right so like mm -hmm. the idea that you might have when you say garden shower like garden themed bridal shower 
might not be like my idea of a girl. You know what I mean? So like yeah. I can't expect you to execute something for me and like kind of like guess or, you know, which has happened to me in the past when people have asked me to do stuff and then I try, you know, but like, I'm like, we don't have the same levels of taste. Like we don't like have the same mentality. So it's like, maybe you should plan, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so that's just like my unpopular opinion. Like, I think, I don't think they're necessary. Um, I'm also not like, uh, let's go for like to Cabo for a weekend and get drunk off our asses and like, you know, like, I don't want to like, dildos everywhere. Like, it's just not me. Yes. So, so I have the same unpopular opinion about that, too. <laughs> one alternative that I think is nice, like, I'm really considering um, is, I don't know, I think I'm just at this stage in my life where, like, I appreciate, like, one-on-one -on -one time with people. So I actually maybe thought of doing, like, more intimate trips with my friends when they were available because another problem is like getting all your friends calendars together to do something it's it can be possible so something i thought was like i would actually like maybe like a smaller like more intimate groups of like maybe two or three girls that i know like that we share like similar interests so like maybe like let's all get together and have like a spa day somewhere or, like let's all get together and go like on a road trip here because like all of my friends like are very different too you know and I think like I really value one-on-one -on -one time with people um so I was thinking of maybe doing like through since like my wedding is September of next year I have like plenty of time to kind of have like many things with people instead of like one big wasteful trip yeah, totally. you know? I also think maybe if I had like a much bigger budget for this where I could maybe like accommodate my friends more you know, then like, yes, I might do something more lush, but I think I have like a very realistic, like average, like middle-class American kind of budget. So it's like, I don't, I think you can like go and have more meaningful moments than trying to make something to fit the aesthetic of like what you've seen on Instagram or Pinterest. It's just like my take on it. <laughs> and like, I, there's, it's like a lot of, there's, I don't know about your group of friends, but my, like, it's like wedding season over here. Like all of my friends have gotten engaged, like back to back. So I'm, I think we're like a little bit like fatigued <laughs> of, you know, I'm like, why do these activities like all kind of feel the same? <laughs> I don't know. So for me, I, um, it's really refreshing to hear your take on that because I have a very similar thought process too about it because like I I know this sounds like silly but I honestly didn't even know there was bridal showers like I don't have many weddings mm -hmm. I haven't been to many weddings before if only for real like my first wedding I went to was my fiance's mom's wedding that she had mm -hmm. like two years ago I yep. don't have any weddings in my family it's because we're immigrants like yeah, my family like like in my family for example um you know like my cousin just got engaged and mm -hmm. I told my mom I was like hey by the way like um it, like you should tell Thea like typically like the family offers to throw an engagement party and I was like what the hell is an engagement party <laughs> you know what I mean like it's just like these things are not like like culturally they're not done you know so, I mean I don't know about other cultures but like in, in Cuba like these things do not exist so it's also kind of 
not like a shocker, but it's like, wait a second. No, I didn't know there was that many. I didn't know. Like I genuinely had to Google. I was like, what are the typical bridal events? Cause even my mom, she was like, she didn't know either. She was like, what is it? She was like, so what do we need to do? And so I was like, I Google. So I Googled it and I saw that there's like bridal showers and then like the engagement party, bridal shower, and then a bachelorette party. And I'm like, and then I said to her, I was like, I don't want to do any of these, honestly. I'm like, I don't see the point. I don't understand why having this many parties to then go to like a wedding. Thank you. I just oh didn't my understand. <laughs> my mom was like, you have that like, one person that you've gone to their wedding that has like 30,000 events leading up to their wedding. I'm like, I, I don't know. It's gotten to the point where I'm like, <laughs> I'm, excited. I'm just, I'm tapping out of some of these events. I'm like, I, I like, I cannot go to another event leading up to your wedding, dude. Like I, it's been like back to back, you know what I mean? Like something that I was like very excited for and happy for, which I am. But I'm just like, I don't see the point in this. And I will say, you want to know why I'm having a bridal shower for real? Because the bridal shower, from my point of view, um, is like more with your family. And I haven't seen most of my family because like they all like, I mean, like just like with work and calendars and stuff. I haven't seen most of them, so I, I didn't have an engagement party. So, like, my bridal shower will be the first time that I celebrate with all the females, yeah. like, like all of my aunts and stuff. And that, to me, was really important, to put something together for my family more than anything. Like, the majority of the people at my bridal shower will be family. Mm -hmm. And that's really why I know that most, not most, but some of them will not be able to afford to go to our wedding. You know, yeah. so I wanted them to have that moment with me mm -hmm. where they, you know, partook in some way, whether it was like bridal shower games or whatever, like tailored to their language, mm -hmm. that they would share that moment with me that I would have for the future. Mm -hmm. But it definitely wasn't because of like, oh, like I want to register for gifts. So I'm going to have this event. Mm -hmm. I just think it's like whatever intention you have behind it, you can make it your own, you know, and like this could literally be done at like, maybe like your family's house and have like a nice lunch and just like share something, you know, very individual to you and Dorian or something. Like, I don't think it, you have to tailor it at all to a registry or like planning something extravagant. Um, I'm doing it like at my dad's like ranch in Homestead, you know, like it was, you know, it's like kind of like rough. So I made it like into, or like we're going to make it into something very like gardeny, but it's like very true to home. You know, it's like very. Love that. I love that. And I think so. Like to go back to what I was saying when I when I first I was like I don't understand why we need to do all this. Like, and even I was talking to him. He's like I don't understand why do we need to have an engagement party or all this stuff. Like I don't get it. Like why there's so many things. And so the when it comes to like a bridal shower or like bachelorette party, my kind of how I want to go about it is more so like all like my bridal showers like my my sister my god sisters and then one of my really good friends like that's it so and we're gonna try to find a way to like maybe go to a spa day together and like make a day together or stay at like an airbnb by the water for like a week like something like that or i don't want any dicks i don't want any dildos I don't have any of that stuff because i'm gonna have my mother there i'm gonna have my grandmother i'm gonna have family and like I think when you grow up too, like with a Hispanic family, a lot of family, like 
that's just weird. Like we don't want to talk about that. And nobody wants like, like your one penis forever. Like when you see all that stuff, I'm like, this is so cringe to me and gross. Like I don't want like to done. Yeah. It's I just think it's so overdone that it's like, yeah, like it's okay. okay. You happy yeah, it makes that's you what you want, whatever. But yeah. that's not what I want. Like I want it to be like, like I look like you're doing a Spaniard thing, like a theme with it, like to go with the food and like a lunch type of thing. Yeah. I love that. So like right now, I my plan was no bridal shower, and if I could find a way to mix the two ideas together, because it's true what you said. Like so, I got engaged in Michigan so my family wasn't there they were actually in Spain at the time so they didn't get to experience like that moment with me so it's like and then my mom wanted to do an engagement party and then I was like I feel silly hosting one and she I was like it was months ago like we already are engaged so I yeah. I'm so like against it and so she she's just kind of going with whatever I want if I don't want to do it, she's not going to force me to do it and yeah. so She's now she's like, I think I want to do something like of the women in the family, like you're saying. And I'm like, okay, if you're luckily my mom has really good taste and very similar taste. So I'm like, I don't have any preferences at all. If you want to do a little bridal thing, like all the women in the family, so we can all celebrate together. Like, I don't need gifts, I don't need shit in my apartment to like stuff in here. I'm fine. Yeah. And I love that you can do a registry either. Um, so what I did was we like made in our website, like your gift to us is you attending. And if you like want to contribute any way, like honeymoon fund or whatever yeah. it is. Sure. And then, yeah. um, and then Dora was like, well, maybe his family is really big on gift giving. They love to give gifts. That's like their love language. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we can make a little registry. So Jordan is very outdoorsy, so we kind of made a registry of, like, camping gear <laughs> and, like, little stuff yeah. like that, so it's not, like, this is the furniture I want, I want this, like, some people's registries are insane, like, I really tried to keep them in a reasonable budget of just, like, very, like, out, like, very simple things if you want to, it's, like, yeah. no pressure, that's what I have on the website, like, you do not need to buy this, your gift is yeah. your gift, is what I've been saying. Yeah, no, I agree. I think we also went like down a very similar, I mean, like we definitely don't have money set aside right now for like our honeymoon or anything like that. So we also went with like, if you want to contribute anything, you can. Um, mm -hmm. And if not, yeah. yeah like, no so, pressure. I mean, I, I definitely don't think we have any expectations on gifts at all. Or like, even if, or like money or cash gifts, you know, I just. Mm -hmm. Which I think. I, I've had some friends that um, they're like, I feel like everybody's take like, now that I've seen like various sides I'm very appreciative of people that have a very realistic take on what you know like what your guests are going to be doing for you or like your bridesmaids if you have them or you know your bridal party if you have them um I had a friend that she was like I was telling her all these things and she already like she had a really nice wedding here in Miami um last year at the um in coral gables or like coconut grove mm -hmm. at that i'm sure you can imagine which the house, house the house that everybody gets married out there yeah it's really beautiful yeah. it is very it's really nice mm -hmm. um and she was telling me that she um 
you know, because she was doing like a destination batch or something like that, that she didn't have a bridal shower. So I feel like there's really like no rules. I think it's more of like, you know, you know, realistically, like what group of, you know, your friends and your family can and cannot do or like what's attainable and not. Um, you know, and if you guys come from like, you know, like more established families and stuff, then I feel like those things are definitely more on the table. Mm-hmm. I think it's just not the reality that a lot of like literal immigrants are like, you know what I mean? Like are literally li- living. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I also just kind of, um, I think that there's like an unspoken about like pressure almost that you have to have all these things because they're expected. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't feel like anybody should feel like that at all. Like I personally, like when I first started to plan, I kind of felt really shitty because it took me a while of like searching in Miami and, you know, realizing like, like it's not a good feeling, you know, to like hear all these numbers and you're like, that is nowhere close to anything that I'm doing. I had the same um, feeling, yeah. So like, sometimes you can feel kind of bad and whoever is like, you know, planning this and feeling something or like maybe like something shocked them and they were like oh my god like I'm so out of my element like it's completely okay and you know it's just you'll definitely find something that's for you and I think luckily like with weddings I've learned that like we've been saying like you could really go about it the way that you want to do it you Mm -hmm. can do whatever you want like do not listen to what everybody else is doing you don't need to follow like a specific formula of how it's supposed to look and in the beginning I like I said was naive about it I thought I had to do it that way and since throughout this process I've been like so against the traditional things like I don't need to have this many goddamn events to like have people celebrate us because again like I don't even want that like that much attention on us either. Like I'm already asking so much for a lot of people to like go to Michigan, which is like literally the other end of Miami, like on the other side of the freaking state of the the fucking you know. I mean that's very considerate of you, honestly. It's very considerate of you because not everybody keeps those things in mind. Yeah, and I and I just can't imagine that's just who I am as a I just can't imagine not thinking this way and like of not being considerate of other people's like budgets and stuff. Because again, like you said, which I really love that you said, like a wedding is a luxury. Like it's not like, it's not a necessity. Like it is a luxury and take bringing it with a grateful approach and attitude because I, that's truly the, the best way to go about it. Like there's a lot to do and it's so much pressure. And I'm really trying to, to stay positive about it and be happy and be excited about like, the little things and to kind of go forward a little bit is so wedding dress shopping that's another huge cost and i've been like which is like the funnest part though so i have not i haven't done it yet i'm like i've found a few places that i like different shops and boutiques that i want to go to i've been watching like a bunch of videos of people that go to like warehouses where they have like really good like showrooms and stuff like I've been going to like a specific boutique so I've I'm kind of torn like what is your wedding dress shopping process looking like for you so question is where you the boutiques that you're looking at are they all in Miami like or have you looked at like I actually found one in Orlando I found a few in Orlando that I really like that had like really good budgets and 
beautiful designers that I just didn't even think about Orlando, but my cousin who lives in Orlando, she's the one that showed me. She's like, oh, I, like she found this um, bridal shop and I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. So I have a few, like the yeah. Miami ones are some nice ones here, obviously, but I just know the budget's going to be crazy, but I'm still going to go to it for the experience. <laughs> yeah. I was going to tell you, so I, I definitely think you should look into other boutiques as well or online um, like websites like Still White. Yeah. My wedding dress shopping process was actually really easy because I never had um, a specific dress in mind ever. Like I never um, envisioned myself like walking down the aisle in something specific, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Like I never put thought into it. Um, I came across a picture on Pinterest months back, like maybe last October, like, mm -hmm. a, like a long, like a while back. Yeah. Um, and it was a 2013 Oscar de la Renta dress. Mm -hmm. And I loved it because it has a mantilla style veil. Mm -hmm. And it's very, like, um, I have, like, photos of my grandmother's, like, uh, church ceremony, like, in my apartment. Mm -hmm. um, and she had, and it was, like, in the 1920s. So everybody had these, like, beautiful mantilla veils that, like, cut off right here and were longer in the back. And for some reason, like, the dress just kind of, I don't know, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I haven't, um, I've never, like, sat through, like, wedding magazines or, like, I've gone with my friends for their wedding dress shopping, and I've never been, like, oh, my God, this dress, like, I have to have something like this. Like, it just, nothing really, like, hit close to home. So I saw this dress, and I was, like, wow, this dress is beautiful. I'm going to keep it locked away <laughs> as, like, a reference point in the future um, in case, like, I ever, you know, like, at that time, like, I was not even thinking of, like, planning a wedding or anything. And months later, um, like right before I got engaged, I had Google, like on Google images, you know, you can search the image and like an image that you upload. And I found that it was on sale on Still White, which is like um, a website that people go to to resell their wedding dresses. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, wait, wouldn't this be crazy if this dress was like in my size and it was in my size? And, um, like the price, what it came with, like the veil and the dress, and um, you know sometimes they sell them separate, mm -hmm. and it was a nice size. So on still why you have like all the measurements and stuff, and this lady was based in the UK, and I was like, wait, this isn't real. Like it's kind of crazy because the dress is pretty old. You know, it's from like yeah. 2013. They don't run that print, um, like that design mm -hmm. anymore. Um, so it was kind of like a risky move because number one, this lady was based in the UK. Like I had to pay somebody, you know, through like PayPal and like hope that she ships my stuff, you know, and hope that this dress fits and was like in good condition and stuff. So we like zoomed a couple times so I can see the dress like in real time and, um, you know, I compare the measurements and the dress got here and it was like absolutely perfect. And I can't imagine getting dressed in anything else. And I still can't believe that I'm getting married in an Oscar de la Fenta dress. Like that to me is like insane. Um, I never like obviously like specifically planned for it. It was more of like, wow, this is really beautiful, you know, for like sentimental purposes. And, you know, it just so happened that like this dress was available and that it's from like a Latin designer and it just, it worked out. Really? One thing I would say that if I could give anybody advice now 
pick your venue before you pick your dress <laughs> because then um, when we did go to see a couple of venues in Colombia, I was like, wow, this venue is actually like a little bit too relaxed for like the black tie attire that I want and like what I'm wearing. Um, and then some venues were really beautiful that I was like, well, this actually requires like what I would envision, like a nice ball gown, like a big, you know, like a dress, like something more traditional, like more, um, you know, like colonial era. So I think it helps that you already have your venue and you already have probably like a vision okay. of how you maybe the attire that you want that day and then pick a dress that matches it because you can like fall in love with the dress that might be like a little bit too informal um, for like the venue that you're picking, you know? And then luckily like the venue that we fell in love with, um, I think it's very spot on to the attire that I envision like guests wearing that day and like the dress, like it just kind of, outfit and that's that I, is, I love that story I think that's so cool I've, I have still white like on a list of um things to do but I think for me what's been really hard for me is like everyone's been asking me like what dress you in that envision yourself with. I'm like I honestly have no idea like I don't know the specific style that I want I know I have things I don't like but I have a lot of things I like which is my problem where I like a lot and I feel like I have to just see it on my body to know if like, if I like that like specific style, if I like, if I want something poofy, if I want something tight, like I genuinely I think, really struggle right now. Um, I think like, since I think since I'm very into fashion and like style, I think it was like, I know off the bat typically like what looks good for my body type. Mm -hmm. And for example, like, if I fell in love with a big poofy dress, it would probably eat me up to the point where like the dress would be wearing me instead of me wearing the dress mm -hmm. kind of thing. I don't know. Like there are some dresses that I see that are beautiful on brides, mm -hmm. but maybe like their vision of like their makeup and hair that day don't really go with like the dress. Like it's like all too overwhelming, you yeah. know? So mm -hmm. I think you also have to pick a dress that flatters your body type. Number one, like don't get so caught up in, not just for you, but in general, like don't get so caught up in like, oh, like I have to have like a beaded sequence dress. If it's gonna like overpower you or if like, I don't know, you know, or if the vision that you want for your hair and makeup that day, if you want something like very, you know, like uh, like voluminous and voluminous curls and that doesn't look good with like, um, like an incredibly like long veil, you know what I mean? or. It, it just depends on what you're wearing. Like if you want like your hair done a certain way or like if you're not going to compromise, like you want your hair down, then consider how that looks with like a long extravagant veil and a high neck dress, you know, like sometimes. So I think it depends. I feel like maybe for me, like not that it comes easy, but like I'm able to see something like with Definitely. the whole way, like I know how I would style it, not just like, oh, I want to wear this dress. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say, like, if you don't know, like, what looks good on your body type in general to anybody out there, then I would definitely confer with the stylist at the store and talk to them about, like, what you envision. Or um, you need to, like, Google, like, celebrities or, like, people with your body type and style. Because, for example, like, a lot of, like, my reference photos were of, like, 1920s, like, blonde light-eyed women that I'm like oh this makeup looks beautiful but like they're not in my skin tone like this 
So, for example, like one popular trend right now is like the Sophia Richie wedding day makeup, which I think is absolutely gorgeous. And people, um, you know, like instantly, like you will like want to go and buy the products that she listed in that shade, right? But like Sophia's Richie, like she had like blonde hair the day of her wedding, and she's kind of like it's like hard to tell like how dark she is because she's really mixed and like, but she had like this like you know like blonde hair. Um, so it looks different for like somebody with like dark hair, like dark brows and like very, um, like thick kind of, you have to think about all these things. So, because, you know, like you want to avoid looking too overwhelming Mm -hmm. and maybe that, you know, princess vision (laughs) wedding dress that you have, like might not fit Mm -hmm. the venue or like what you want to do with like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's so many things to consider too, because if you're hiring like a makeup and hair person that day and you're like, well, I want my hair up for the ceremony, but then like I want my second and third look to be with my hair down. Well, just know you have to pay somebody to like stay on and give you those two second or third looks, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so if that's not in your budget, then maybe like you need to consider like how you're going to look beginning like head to toe Mm -hmm. throughout the night. You know, like just like those things to consider. Yeah. I feel like I and I don't know how else to like describe it besides that. And yeah, I feel like sometimes it's hard for people to see the the vision there. But before committing to a dress, also look at how it photographs because in person things sometimes look nice, but then in photographs you're actually able to see well, like this actually doesn't you know like look that good on my waist, or it's making me look a little boxy or like a little too. Um, busty or um like for me for example like I have no like I don't I'm not big at the top so like my dress for example covers too much and I wanted it to be brought down because it it looked like I, I look completely flat from the top yeah. of you know how you know heart fit so like you have to take all those things into consideration and like um one thing I did was like I asked really good girlfriends of mine whose styles I admire you know mm-hmm. to because like my mom love her to death. Like I, my mom has like very elegant style, but it's different, you know, like it's, she's looking at it from like a more conservative exactly. standpoint. Mm-hmm. So go to people whose style you admire. And if you don't have anybody, then like maybe I would look at, you know, somebody online with like your similar, you know, color body type and see like what looks good on them, you know? I think that's a really great tip because that's kind of, in my approach to or I've looked up like people that have similar like hair as me eyebrows even eye color and like searching them on Pinterest of like let me see their wedding makeup or makeup looks that they've done like on the carpet or like other stuff like that to kind of get an idea whereas makeup comes easy to me I already know what makeup I want and hair it's really I'm not a huge fashion girly like you where you have like really great taste and you know like what looks good on you whereas for me I'm like that's just like my I love clothes though and I I love seeing fashion in other people but it's so hard for me like on myself I just don't know what is the best for me so that's why I feel like I have to go to a place and like try on multiple styles that I know could possibly work and then I'm gonna see in that moment like okay like how that looks and I think that's a great tip to see how it looks photographed on you like bring a camera like record yourself yeah. from all angles like are you gonna like this in the light in the photos for me also is that like my like um walkway is gonna be sand so I can't even wear mm-hmm. heels technically so I, I, so wow. I, 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 I 
feet. <laughs> and I, I want to wear heels though. Like I, I might practice walking in heels in the sand. I don't. I want to look a little taller. I, so like a wedge. Well, there's there are some really beautiful uh, kitten heels for weddings. Mm -hmm. Um, like Prada makes some. Yeah. Like just like off the top of my off the mm -hmm. top of my head, I try to make some. But there's a website called I think it's like um I'm gonna send it to you. I think it's called like Bella Shoes or something like that. It starts okay. with a B. Okay. They make beautiful wedding shoes Please send it um you'd be surprised like i feel like they're not all that high like i thought that they were all like super you know like i imagine like a michely uh i can't even pronounce it but like that kind of like size heel but some of them are smaller and i think that's completely fine like um you know especially if you're a bride that you're not ever comfortable walking and like very tall mm -hmm. at the time you, yeah you know. and so like i imagine myself yeah, with like a, a different shoe walking and then I'll change and I like wearing heels. I love shoes. So I know that I want really cute shoe to wear with like a second look or a dress, like the main wedding dress or the second look. And so, whereas for me, like for some reason, the second look is coming much easier to me to like what to want. I just feel like the wedding dress itself is like, yeah, so pressure of like, make sure I love it. Yeah, like that I can see this photo for the rest of my life and like I love how I look I love this dress and that it, it doesn't like overpower me and like just makes me elevates the way I look that's all I want so I found a few like designers that I like of like wedding dress designers that I'm into so we're gonna see I have to make yeah. have to book my appointments I've just been like so nervous about it I'm like but I, at the time the clock is ticking so I actually you know, I will say one that surprised me in their pricing that I thought their pricing was more obtainable. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean, because I'm, I'm just going to like say the numbers because I feel like when you say obtainable and affordable, it sounds different to everybody. But um, Pronovias had a really beautiful um, atelier collection mm -hmm. of wedding dresses that were like between 3000 and 5000 mm -hmm. And in case somebody listening that was like me, like that you never looked up wedding dress prices before, like wedding dress prices, like don't be surprised if the dress that you love from the designer that you love, even if it's not like a high-end designer, is close to ten to fifteen thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Um, especially because if you go in and you're like, Oh, like I actually want sleeves on this dress, or like I want the sleeves cut, or um, can you add, I don't know, like can you make the neck higher? They charge you for those things and the material and the cost of labor for wedding dresses is incredibly expensive so I also know that like um you know like my story of my wedding dress is like super good fortune honestly because I didn't have to make any changes to it however I did take it to get um uh, like my dress was already clean but I took it to get kind of like I don't know what the right word is um when they like really clean the material to make yeah. it brighter because my dress was really old. Like my dress yeah. was from like 20. Um, so I didn't want it to look like yellow between now. And you also have to store wedding dresses in a specific way. If not, they will turn yellow. Mm -hmm. um, it has to be like sealed. Um, like, like in pretty much one of those like wrap bags that you like seal and have no air in it. If not, your dress will tarnish over time. Mm -hmm. So, because my dress is so old, like that's kind of like money that I put in. That honestly was about twelve, um, it, yeah, like twelve hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. It's not cheap. Yeah, no. So, like wedding, like just like 
material and like the lace and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, also I think wedding. So I was kind of surprised because my dress, if you look at it, is more on the like the design is on more on the traditional end. Mm -hmm. Um, where I feel like now all of the modern takes have like very simple silhouettes, which I love. Like they're more minimal, which mm -hmm. I personally like because I'm like a very minimal person when it comes to like fashion. I think. Um, but just so, like there's like no beading, no lace. Um, I think Vivian Westwood right now makes the most beautiful wedding dresses I think that are out there. Um, and she's like very, very simple. Um, mm -hmm. So simple that you can probably have something like that recreated by like um, an atelier somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, I also do have like a second and third look mm -hmm. and um, I also got very lucky because you know 260 sample sale that they have mm -hmm. in Miami. They had one months ago um, with Reformation. And mm -hmm. I don't know if Reformation has been doing some like casual bridal that they okay. that's like uh, ready to wear stuff. Mm -hmm. And I found the dress at the sample sale for $100, which if you know Reformation, it's like, yeah. and so what I did, was I took it to um, an atelier and uh, I showed her like the dress that I originally wanted from Pronovias, which was um, like about three, like a little bit over $3,000. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, this dress fits me long. Can you take some of the material off the bottom and lower the back of the dress and add this material to like drape in the back mm -hmm. um and it literally looks like the recreation of the pronovias dress and it was also like i'm a big thrifter like i you know and i have like a very specific eye so also remember that you can go and thrift something maybe at like that price range like 100 200 um, or get something off a still white website and just maybe like tailor the little things that you don't like with like a private tailor Mm -hmm. um not every tailor that you go to knows how to work wedding dresses so you have to go to somebody that works with that type of um they, they, it's just a lot of labor I think yeah. but it's really possible and I got some really good referrals for like decent pricing um but yeah that's kind of and then my my last dress is literally just gonna be like a little mini dress um just for like the dance floor kind of thing mm -hmm. but no, I love that and I think that's a really good tip of like if you find something, you can always get it tailored to your vision. Like you don't have to go out of your way to like buy the most expensive thing, especially if you're like a budget, you know, budget wedding and find yeah. things you want. I think that's a really good tip because. I also have a lot. I also have some friends that were like, I don't think, you know, they told me they're like, I don't think you should do second or third looks. Like just do one look because you're spending so much money on a wedding dress. Yeah that you don't need a second or third and it's true you definitely don't um you know i'm just like a fashion girly and like my dress honestly was nowhere near like the 10k 15k that it would have retailed for mm -hmm. um so i definitely had some like leftover room in my budget you know to go and thrift another dress that was only a hundred dollars um so you know it's stuff like that i think is also possible if you're like planning these things with time, like you have plenty of time too. Miami doesn't have that great of thrifting, but sometimes you get lucky. I was going to tell you too, there's some boutiques that I see online all the time in North Carolina mm. that have beautiful wedding dresses. Um, I have to like find them and forward them to you, but they, yeah. those might also be helpful. Yeah, no, I would love that. And I think we can put together to kind of like wrap up everything here, like put together our little recommendations and stuff that we found 
to help everyone listening if they're if you guys are planning a wedding or going to plan one soon because I think it's definitely helps having a community of people like give you references I definitely been on the hunt for it I've literally been just searching like different creators online and figuring out like where where do they go and I've like my wedding venue I've been going to their Instagram and seeing all the brides I've gotten married at the same place to see what they mm-hmm. have with it to see like okay I like how that looked I wouldn't have thought of that and I've been looking at all of those brides that I've had maybe such a professional after this like people can probably pay you to plan their wedding after this <laughs> yeah no honestly I'm like I there was a point in my life where I I thought I wanted to be a wedding planner because I, I I do event planning. I've done that. And so I was like, wedding? and I was like, mm, I don't know, because I don't know if I want to deal with all that. But now that I've done it, I'm like, you know, you never know. It could be in the future. But that's kind of been very helpful for me as I've been looking at what other brides are doing to help me see, like, do I, if I liked how they looked or if I don't like how they did it. Because it's in that exact same place. I can imagine it's easy. I'm a very visual person, so I have to, like, see it. And I've been seeing like the dresses that they wore. Like if I'm like, oh, I feel like that's kind of too formal for that place. So it's been very helpful. But I think I hope everyone listening has learned a lot of different tips with on here because I feel like we could go on forever because wedding planning is there's so much stuff to do with it. And I and I feel like we have a really good approach. <laughs> and I think we have a refreshing take on it. And I love that we're kind of yeah. on the same page with a lot of things. Honestly, it has been a very enjoyable process. Like, I think there's no way to say that, like, oh, it's not stressful because even like I have a wedding planner who takes care of everything. And, you know, for me, like the finances were stressful and like the coordination of like, you know, can my family go to this? Can our guests travel here? Um, is this, you know, realistic? Like, there's no way to make it unstressful. But I will say I have enjoyed every single part of the moment. And I feel like if you're so caught up that you're not enjoying it, you know, then maybe it's time to take a different approach or to pivot to maybe doing something else, something smaller, or like something more unique, specific to you and working with your partner, you know, through that process. Like Kevin and I have definitely bonded and gotten, you know, closer through this instead of like arguing about it, which thank God, like I couldn't imagine having constant arguments, you know, just things yeah. like that. Like, so yeah, just enjoy it. Like it's a very special I think time in anybody's life you know and you would just want to look back and be like I did that shit like I you know <laughs> I know and I, and I think like you said I it it has been a very enjoyable process obviously we can't say it's not stressful but be yeah. have a grateful mind to it and like you said like weddings luxury really enjoy the process and be open to everything and um, I hope you have an amazing wedding. I'm so excited to see your photos because I know you, you have such amazing taste. So I'm sure it's going to be like perfect and beautiful. And I can't wait to see all of everything that you do. I'm so excited. And um, thank, thank you, you for like taking the time today on a Saturday about wedding stuff. I was so excited. I mean, like now I love talking about this stuff because I'm so deep in it, but I also truly like, I hope that we like normal. And I think like our generation and like the younger generation also will like normalize that not everything has to be labeled like luxury weddings, luxury Mm -hmm. this. Like I think it's fine like to, you know, normalize like not having 17 extravagant events before your wedding or like 
just making it more unique and special to you in the way that you would enjoy and you like for it'll forever stay with you so yeah i'm excited well thank you yep. so much can't wait to see your wedding too it's gonna oh, be amazing thank you thank you i'm so Great. excited i can't believe it's eight months away there's so much to do <laughs>